Last down, fourth down. Here we go. Let's go get that thing. Oh! <laughs> See that? That right there, that was a Pro Bowl move. All right? Now, somebody with your talent should definitely be on somebody's squad. I am on a squad. Cheerleading squad. <laughs> right. Once you get into the end zone, you can cheer all you want. I mean, you can even make up your own dance if you want to. <laughs> yeah, but I get to dance all the time when I'm cheering. Plus, I get a megaphone. A megaphone? Is that what this is about, a megaphone? Son, we can go get a megaphone right now. As a matter of fact, I'll get you a karaoke machine, a wireless mic, whatever you want. You got it. Son, what is wrong with football? Nothing. I just like cheerleading better. Come here, let me tell you a story. Son, when I was your age, I wanted to tap dance. And I was so proud when my mother bought me some black patent leather shoes. I didn't even want to take them off. Did you sleep in them? I sure did. How'd you know? Because I slept in my cheerleading gloves last night. <laughs> You're just telling me the story. Okay, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, at my school, right? We had this big recital, and I was so excited to participate because my grandma Pat had taught me a couple of her church moves, right? <laughs> I was ready. Couldn't nobody tell me not that. But by the end of the show, all the kids were calling me sugar feet, Sweet Legs, Robert Davis Jr. We live in a cruel world, don't we? Yes, exactly. And that's why I don't want that to happen to you, son. There's no fun in being teased. Hey, look, Bobby, um, you're a boy, okay? And boys don't stand on the sideline and cheer for other boys. You did when we went to your next game. Hey, they were men. Besides, look, you're too good to be on the sideline, son. You should be in the game. That would make me proud, okay? Uh-uh. Hey, what is going on out here? Hmm? What? A man can't just toss the ball around with his son? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Bobby, go take your bath, baby. I need to talk to your father. I don't need a bath. Mm-mm. My nose begs to differ, boo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Robert? You are out here trying to convince him to stop being a cheerleader. How dare you? Nisi, he will thank me when he gets older, okay? You know, I feel sorry for you. Because you must have been a coward as a kid. Do you realize he's the only boy that's on the cheerleading squad? Yeah! <laughs> and that's why I'm trying to stop it before the whole town finds out, Nisi. Robert. Bobby is smart. He knows he's taking risks, but he doesn't care. And I don't know about you, but to me, that takes heart. You know what? It's easy to be brave when you don't know what the consequences are, okay? But it's his life. I just want him to do what makes him happy. And right now, cheerleading makes him happy. But you see, just because something makes Bobby happy doesn't mean that we have to endorse it, okay? When he was two, and he liked putting pennies in the light socket, what did we do? We shut it down. <laughs> you know, instead of worrying about Bobby being teased, you need to remember how you felt when your father wouldn't let you do something that wasn't good enough for him. Gotta go deep, man. Gotta go deep. <laughs> Bobby, you know you need to support him. What's wrong, son? You played great out there, and without your touchdown, 
you guys wouldn't have won the game. You saved the day, just like Joe Daddy used to do. Gotta ask you one question, Putin. Did you have fun out there? Sure. There you go. Bobby. It was okay. Okay, sounds good to me. Go shower, MVP. <laughs> wait, 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 Putin, Putin, wait. Uh, why did you switch to football? Because Dad likes it. Well, that's not a reason to do something that you don't want to do. I know. But when I was a cheerleader, Dad didn't like me. And I want Dad to like me. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are you talking about, son? You are my man. There's nothing you can do to stop me from liking you. Uh, cheerleading? <sighs> mm, mm, mm. Look, son, you have to go at your heart, okay? And even if your heart is in cheering, it's not going to make me love you any less. Even if I go to cheerleading camp? I said I support you, son. Really? Thank you, Dad. I can't wait to get home and practice my pools for picture day. Hey, everybody. Bobby's dancing like a girl. <laughs> Where are your pom-poms, cheerleader? <laughs> oh, no, I'm about to hurt that boy. Hey, baby. Excuse no, me. no, 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 Nisi, I got this. Well, you need to go handle it. Hey, 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 are you okay? You were right about them teasing me. I don't want to cheer anymore. But I thought this is what you wanted to do. Can we go home? Bobby, what have I always told you? To flush even if it's just pee? <laughs> True, but what is the other thing? A James man doesn't back down from a challenge. But they're all laughing at me. Bobby, who cares if they're laughing? Hmm? Watch this. My name is Robert. Rob, Rob, Robert. I have no fear. I love my son. Who loves to cheer? Bring it down, Bobby. Could have been more supportive of Bobby. I guess I just wanted him to play football for me. Dirk, Dirk, did you get this on camera? You what? Robert admitting he's wrong. Yo. What is up, everybody? What's good? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Zay the Legend, and I know I am back. I'm back late, but y'all just gonna have to bear with me. Thank y'all for tuning in. For those who have listened to my previous shows, thank you so much. I really appreciate the support. Thank you. It's really giving me energy. Um, And you are listening to Live and Maximize. So in the time that I've been off, um, I've had some more time to figure out, you know, every time I do this, I, I get closer and closer to figuring out exactly how I want to do the show. So instead of trying to do it twice a week, exactly what I'm going to say <laughs> from here on is I want, I'm aiming for Mondays and Fridays. If I don't get one on either, uh, if I don't get one 
if you don't hear one on Monday, you should hear one on Friday and vice versa. I'm still going to try to do uh, tech stuff Thursday and this week will be my first. So y'all stay on the lookout for that and I'll post about it on all my social media. All right. So I hope everybody enjoyed their weekend and everybody is having a good week so far. It's Tuesday, August 27, 2019. And I just want to talk more personal today. Um, I did dig a little bit last week. Um, in the last episode, I talked about just traditions and, you know, doing just getting more into yourself and, and, and get outside of what society says is a good life. So in this episode, uh, I had a friend of mine who messaged me on Facebook. He asked me if, you know, on the podcast, if I'm going to talk about not only just personal stuff, but, um, more in-depth stuff as it relates to the gay community the answer to that is yes um i'm still on a trial basis with it i'm not sure how often i'm going to do it like i said i think i'm going to do it on wednesdays to kind of separate it from the rest of the days that i do the podcast that way i have like loyal listeners on a certain day um but i feel like you know um I want to put some things out there that I don't normally talk about and that we can create a conversation about. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to try to do that here. Um, And like I said, if you ever need to talk, (laughs) then you can definitely feel free to hit me up uh, anonymously. You can follow me in in all my social media, Zay the Legend, um, Instagram and Snapchat. And, I, you know, you can message me here on Anchor anyway, anyhow. And I'll be glad to talk to you in private. If you want to talk, make it into a discussion on the show, then that's cool. You know, just, I just, like I said, I want to create a community here. That way we can help each other live and maximize your life. So the title of this episode is Black and Proud. Because I know you, you hear this saying, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Um, and that's something that I've embraced. Um, but the reason why I cap, put caps lock on the word proud is because I'm not just black. I'm also black and gay. So, yes, I'm, I'm proud in both ways. I'm proud to be an African-American male. And I'm proud to be an a homosexual male at this point in my life i'm i i'm happy to say that without any regrets it took me a very long time to get to that point and it's a reason why and i want to to dig to that um i have lost friends um some people who i consider to be good friends but you know uh, maybe at the end of the day they they were not because if you were my friend then guess what is something you you would you would stick by that person regardless of what they tell you you know as long as they're not doing nothing that's horrible then then you should you should be there to support them so i have lost people close to me well like i said i thought were close to me because i they i didn't even tell them that i was gay i just they just assumed that i was and you distance yourself um so going back i'm gonna try to talk a little bit about um some things I experienced growing up and 
why I felt like it was just the right time for me to do it and the process that I went through to get to this point. So when I was growing up, um, to be honest, I think that I think it's already so much that comes with being a black man. So much, so many expectations. You know, we're a black man is expected to be fearless. A black man is expected to be a warrior, super strong and masculine. A black man doesn't show emotion much, you know, um, doesn't show a sensitive, sensitive side. Um, and I could go on and on down the list of what what people what society or what what we what we have thought a black man should be for all of eternity um and i've always felt like that's something that i wasn't and that's something that i had to be in order to try and fit in you know i felt like i didn't exemplify any of that stuff like being a leader, being smart, being fearless, being strong, being, I never, I, I felt like if I want to be in this, if I, if I'm going to be a black man, this is what I have to be, you know? And, and the reason behind that is because, you know, it, it going back to what I said earlier about black and proud, it's a reason why there's pride when it comes to being a black man. I mean, you can be proud of whatever race you are. You can be proud to be white. You can be proud to be Asian, Indian, what, wherever you, you can be proud to be whatever. But being a, proud to be black, it means that, first off, pride, the, the, the pride means something. It's not just bathing in your accomplishments. That's not what pride should mean. It's not just being happy for, for, you know, for graduating or happy for getting an award. You know, pride is, it's about a struggle. It's about adversity to get to a certain goal. So being black and proud means that, yes, I'm black, but I'm also I also acknowledge the fact that I had to, all of my ancestors, including myself, we had to fight really, really hard to get to where we are today, to get to, to make my, to make my situation what it is today, to, to make, give me the best life possible, to, to, to make the world a better, to, to make it even where I can sit at the same table with somebody of a different race. To make it where I can go to the same school, a, a, a school, a, a, a decent school, you know, to make it where I can vote. You're like, it, it's, it's, there's pride in that because of my ancestors died and they gave their life so that, you know, hundreds of years of struggle came to, was brought to hundreds of years of struggle contributed to where we are today 
And I think that's what pride is. It's it's through adversity I accomplished this or we accomplished this. You know? So being black and proud says that yes, I acknowledge the fact that I'm black, but I also I pay tribute to those who came before me to have the life that I have today. But also on the flip side of that, it was a struggle growing up, you know? Um, like I mentioned before, all the all the expectations that come with being a black man, and that comes from, you know, the reason why that there's so many expectations for being a black man in this country or in this world, need I say that, is because of how hard we had to fight. Because our foreparents have taught us that in order for the world to not see us as weak, we need to show them that we're strong. We need to show them that we can withstand anything, you know? So it's not just about expectations. It's about like, this is what you have to do. This is what you have to be in order to survive in this world, you know? So that's what we have been taught for generations that this is what you have to be. So growing up, like I was, I was depressed because I, at a very young age, I knew that I was attracted to men, but it's a connotation, a stigma that comes with being a gay black man, a gay, gay anything. I mean, a gay man in particular, I don't think that women see it as, as much as men. Um, of course you catch it from the religious side, but a gay man is deemed you are what are you you're not worthy you, you know you, you're not you're you're dehumanized because you're weak a gay black man is you're ostracized from the black community you know that that's how i felt growing up like i didn't i didn't know any gay people and that's the reason why you know because they, they, it's it was very 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 depressing knowing that you know this this is something that i was but i felt like i couldn't own up to that because of the of the stigma or, or knowing that no matter where i go no one is going to accept me for this you know um it was very very depressing and in school in school you're hearing names like uh you know faggot and and just you know you're you're bullied and 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 like i said earlier dehumanized and you're not even you may not even be exhibiting feminine characteristics but just because of the fact that you're attracted to another male the, it, they think that you must be weak. You must be effeminate. You must not be strong. You must not be smart. You must be, you know, it's, it was, I, I knew, I didn't want to put myself through that. I didn't want to go through my childhood, what was supposed to be the best years, 
being scrutinized and not being accepted by anyone, not even being loved by my family or friends. I wouldn't have had, I felt like I wouldn't have had friends. And um, I admire people so much. I admire the black young men so much who had the courage to tell their friends and family, even if they were um, outcasted or they disowned because of that, you know? I have so much respect for people who did it at a younger age in their life because it just shows that you are courage and it, courageous and you are strong because you were willing to to go through that, you know? Um, I remember when I was a kid, my dad always used the word sissy. You know, it's and 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 I gotta give a shout out to the clip that I played. That was that was actually a clip from one of my favorite TV shows um, that was on on UPN from 2003 to 2007. It was called All of Us, produced by Will and Jada Smith. Um, episode four, um, ep- season four, episode eleven. Um, Robert, who was played by. Uh, Dwayne Martin and Nisi, his ex-wife, who was played by Lisa Ray McCoy. They had a son, Bobby, who was played by Kamani Griffin. He wanted to be a cheerleader. And his dad was like, I can't, you know. He was more embarrassed by it because he knew that he would be the one judged by having a son who, who wasn't, you know, like the rest of the boys. And that's kind of how I felt when I was growing up. I felt like, you know, my my dad taught you. I would hear things like, I, I love my dad. I do. I love him. And he has even told me that, you know, I, I've, I came out to him uh, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago. I don't know. I don't remember because I was I was really late to telling him. He he told me that he apologized to me if I if. I ever felt like I couldn't be myself because of him. And I told him, Dad, it's not your fault. I said, it's society did that. But, you know, thinking back, I used to, you know, hear him use the term sissy a lot because when, you know, they, they used to make fun of gay people when he was growing up, you know? Um, and how he used to talk about how, you know, he would beat the hell out of us if we were caught doing or doing things that a sissy would do. You see what I'm saying? He didn't want to have a sissy for a son. And I don't I don't blame him for that. That's that's how he was raised. That's what he was taught. It's not his fault. And you know, I just because of that, I just put it in the back of my mind that I could not do this. I remember at a young age, at a very young age, being attracted to guys and I just continued to deny that I was gay because of the stigma that came with it because I wanted to make my dad proud of me because I knew that I felt like I wouldn't have any friends regardless I remember when I was in high school I wanted to um even even before high school like 
<laughs> we used to, I used to do some of the little cheers that the girls did, like, you know, play the little hand games and stuff like that whenever my dad or so, not even just my dad, whenever, like, you know, other other boys saw it, like, I, I would just pretend like I wasn't doing it because I was afraid of being bullied. Um, and um, in high school, I wanted to be on the step team. I remember this specific day. We had a step team when I was in high school. I actually went to the audition and I was the only male at the audition. I was really excited. Before I even went to the step team auditions and the practice, I was so excited. I was like, I used to watch movies where they step and I wanted to do it, you know? And there was, there were no step teams in my high school. So the only step team that was there was, I found out was all girls. So when I went to the audition, they were so open to me. So like, oh my God, we got a boy on the step team. This is gonna be so cool. We can do all kinds of stuff with you. I was so excited. And I remember when I left that room, like we, we had to leave to go to another room. And as soon as I walked out the room, I think the guys, it was some guys in my school, some guys, um, they were there to like, look at the girls and stuff and then, you know, joke with them. But as soon as I walked out, we, we walked out the room to go to another room that was available. And they just went in on the jokes because of, I was the only guy and, you know, I was wearing, you know, tighter clothes. And I just remember going home crying because I felt like this is something I really wanted to do. And I chose not to do it because I didn't want to be scrutinized. And and that's one of my regrets. You know, I really regret that I didn't do things that I really wanted to do because of how other people would how other people felt about it or how, what I thought other people would think of me, you know? So, yeah, I just wanted to give sort of a, a run through um, of that. And the reason why I, I felt like it was the right time now is because like, I'm going to be 30 this year and I'm just tired, man. I'm tired of thinking so much about what other people think about me. And I suppress a huge part of my life for so long. I, you, I can't take that back. I can't, I can't take it back. You know, I, it makes me wonder what would I have done? What, 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 what could I have been if I had just been more accepting of myself when I was a, when I was a lot younger? What could I have done or what? How, who, who could I have influenced? What kind of changes could I have made? You know, what kind, what career would I be in if I was if I was just willing to put aside what other people thought of me and just do me and be happy to be me? You know, I did. It's almost bringing tears to my eyes right now. Um, and I, I just hope that this, me telling this personal side, this this personal history of myself may help other people going through similar things. Because at this point in my life, I'm like, fuck it. You know, fuck, fuck, fuck it all. Because I'm, I'm, I'm happier now. I, I'm just, 
I'm living my best life and I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do regardless. And I played that song by Keenan Lonsdale because, you know, he, he's kind of a someone I, I I idolize because he he actually played Kid Flash on the TV show The Flash. But, you know, he on I follow him on Instagram and he is just he wears these colors and he wears these wigs. He didn't do that at first, but I think, you know, he recently came out to everybody and I, I felt I was so proud of him because I knew that, you know, that what it took for him to do that. And he probably had more of a struggle than I did growing up being gay and and black living in Australia. Like, who knows what that's like? I'm just fortunate in America because I can actually be myself here as opposed to, you know, countries in the Middle East who people who are killed for being anything other than the status quo. If you are not a Muslim, you're beheaded. If you're gay, you're beheaded, you know. So I feel really, really good now. And just moving forward, I just know that I'm I'm. I'm doing whatever I want to do, regardless of what people think, regardless how, you know, I, I consider my, my appearance, of course, but I'm not going to make that the determining factor of me doing something I really want to do. And I just hate that it took until I'm almost started to do that. You know, I'm just hoping that my voice reverberates and maybe someone else going through similar issues, not even just LGBT, but whatever aspects in your life, you can just be what you wanna be. So I am black and I am proud. I'm a proud African-American homosexual man. And it feels good. It feels damn good. And if you, if you got a problem with me or me being me then fuck you you see what i'm saying i ain't got a problem with you i just can't fuck with you you see what i'm saying um it's just like that bernie mac clip i played in the last episode then fuck fuck him you see what i'm saying i ain't got room in my life for people who don't accept me for being myself you see what i'm saying like you were never my friend if i tell you this and then suddenly you you can't you can't fuck with me. Like, how is this affecting your life? In no way at all. Some people may have felt like, you know, they were being lied to, but I, that's not the case because I'm still me. The only reason that I kept this from people was because I was looking out for myself. That's why I have so much respect for people who did it at a younger age, you know? So, yeah. And another reason I did this is because uh, Black Pride Weekend is coming up this Saturday. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I will be there. I've never actually participated in Black Pride. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, man. I'm just, I'm happy. I'm happier. I ain't going to say I'm happy because I got a long way to go. Brother, motherfucker got to get a goddamn job. Motherfucker got to make some goddamn money. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to make some motherfucking moves up in that bitch. You feel? <laughs> I still got other things I'm doing. You see what I'm saying? 
Um, but yeah, I'm single. <laughs> so if y'all know some, you know, single, attractive fellas out there, hello, you know, hook your boy up. You see what I'm saying? I, you know, I ain't been on a date and I don't know how long. I can't matter of fact, I don't even remember the last time I've been on a date. So it'll be really, really nice. Um, um when I got to college, I really started to um that really accept that I was gay. Especially hearing all these stories about other people and their sexual experiences and i'm like damn bro like the times i that i tried to get with women it just it didn't work it did not work like i'm i'm sorry that i'm not normal i'm matter of fact i ain't fucking apologizing for this shit that i'm just that's just not me i tried i really did try i tried to do that i really i tried to do the whole man and woman the whole you know hyper masculine thing i tried but that's it did not work and i'm happy just doing my life you see what i'm saying <sighs> yeah now I'm, I'm gonna be 30 this year and i'm just feeling good man um yeah <laughs> i'm just i'm smiling now. It's, it's funny because at the beginning of this episode i was damn near about to cry and I'm, now i'm talking more and more about you know my life and what, how i feel good about myself and here I am smiling, man. It's just, it feels really good. And I hope that I can, like I said, I hope I can reverberate the same thing to you guys. But yeah, man, thank y'all so much for listening. Um, I got more more good episodes coming up. Um, I, you know, now that September's coming up, I think I'm going to do the, um, I think I'm going to do the dates. I'm going to do the dates episode that's coming up. I'm going to do what women want and what men want. And I'm going to do that. That's coming up. Just got to find some good people. So if y'all know some people willing to be on a podcast, let me know. Um, I'm also doing a budgeting episode. So um, I actually have a friend of mine who is really good with stuff like that. So y'all be on the lookout for that. So I'm trying to, you know, hook that up. Um, But yeah, I want to do more LGBT discussions. I'm probably going to do that on Wednesdays. Um, Just got to iron that out a little bit more. Y'all stay tuned this Thursday for the first tech stuff Thursday. And if so, I will I will do another episode of Living Maximize on Friday. But like I said, if if you don't hear anything on Friday, it will definitely be back on Monday. And I'm gonna try to stay consistent. Y'all punch me if a motherfucker ain't doing it. You feel me? Y'all hit me, slap me, do something. You feel you see what I'm saying? Cause now I'm feeling good. And, you know, a motherfucker rolling right now. <laughs> All right, and yeah. Also, I want to talk about TV. You know, so a bunch of good TV shows about to come out. You see what I'm saying? It's about that time of year. Um, it's fall, you know, some good shows about to come back. My favorite show, um, li- um, what's the name of that show? Uh, I just, I just binge watched so I can catch up on uh, how to get away with murder. They making their last season, um, in September, a bunch of good, other good shows. Tell me what y'all like. We can discuss. You feel me? <sighs> yeah. So we're in the last quarter of the year. So got a bunch of interesting topics, homecoming, football, you know, Falcon season, <laughs> football, back, let go. I'm in fantasy football this year, so, uh, you know, me and some of my friends, we got a little group together. Uh, Yeah, man. Let's do this. Black and proud. I am black and I am proud. And whatever you are, be proud of you. Be proud of you. Be fucking proud of yourself. All right? This your boy, Zay the Legend. I hope you enjoy Live and Maximize. I will try to be back later on this week with another episode of Live and Maximize. If not, I'm going to do Text of Thursday. But yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all, peace out. Oh, yeah. And look for your boy. Look, 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 look. You know, hook a brother up. <laughs> Talk to y'all later.
people's letters. Peace out. Hey y'all, Zed the Legend back here. Another moral that I want to add to this episode is just if you know someone who are going through similar issues, it's just about being there. Being there and supporting them regardless. Letting them know that it's okay to be themselves. Um, that is so important because sometimes they feel really alone. They feel like there's no one who understands what they're going through. And, you know, they don't have anybody. So just try and be there. I understand. Sometimes it's hard to understand why people are choosing to do what they do or why people live certain lifestyles, but it's not for you. It might not be for you to understand, but it's all about just knowing, loving this person regardless. Being there for them is all that matters. And sometimes that's all that's needed. It's just for them to hear you say, I love you. And I support you regardless. And let me know if you need anything because I'm here for you. All right. Again, thank y'all for tuning in. Peace out.